Yo, 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 it's your boy Sneaky from r r Recognition and respect Tune in every Monday from 8 to 9 To catch up with me and my adventures And hear from my guests Ranging from artists to entrepreneurs And much, much more Catch us every Monday of the week On the west side of the after party See you at the party, y'all Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? How's everybody doing out there? Thank you for tuning in on this beautiful Monday night. You're tuning in to Recognition and Respect with your boy, Sneaky, here on the west side of the after party. After weeks and weeks and months of telling you that I was going to do it, the vlog is finally live. Episode 1 and 2 are out now on my YouTube. You can find it on my website. Episode 3 will be coming out this week. I'll be talking about Speakeasy. Surprise, surprise, it's happening this Friday, our 14th installment, 14 months of bringing hip-hop community, spoken word, to Maywood, affordable, in the hood, for the people, by the people, of the people. And honestly, like, I'm proud to be part of it. When I first started it, I didn't know how it was going to go. You know, everybody dreams that they're going to be the next bananas and want to do something for like 10 years or whatever, but hey, we're on year one, going strong. <laughs> But you never know. Hey, time time will tell. Time will tell. Uh, we did the East Los Art Walk yesterday. I had the homie Flying Chimp Productions from the Night Flare Company out. So if you missed it, we're going to be doing a promo recap video. He got drone footage, and he had his gimbal out there, high definition. I'm super thankful for the Night Flare Company. They are one of our sponsors, uh, film, music, event production team, live recording and production by uh, JQ Sound. You got studio production and recording by Frankie Valentine. Flying Chimp Productions and Napalm Monkey Productions are all video editing and content generators. I handle marketing as well as booking shows, and our 2019 is going to be lit. So follow the Night Flare Company. Uh, stay tuned. We're done with 2018. We're already in, in the in the future right now. So keep up with us. There'll be a lot coming. I promise. I got some new sponsors. If you listen to the last show, uh, Sin Arias Awakening Authenticity, a personal development and motivational blog. Check check out episode 32 to find out more. My homegirl went through a lot and she wanted to share her insight, her resources, and she noticed that there were people out there who were looking for answers, looking for guidance, and she thought, hey, man, she's not perfect, but everybody has their story to tell, everybody has their observations, and, you know, why not put it out there and see if it could help somebody? So I respected her. I respect her for that. She came on the show. She talked all about it. Check out the show. Check out her blog. She is our new sponsor, so, you know, send some traffic. Let's help her get her numbers up. Super appreciate it. Newest, newest sponsor, Do Drop Delights, the home of the Wake and Bake Bar. That's so an edible company who I met through the homie Tony Grands. And honestly, like the energy from Homegirl who had the edibles was just so on point. And um, when I was sick, I was uh, a couple weeks ago, I was sick and I couldn't smoke. And I was having a hard time sleeping. And I had crazy body aches. And I had some samples left over from the video shoot. And honestly, I ate like a bar and a half and I went out like a light a like a light <laughs> and I woke up feeling bomb and I I, I don't know I'm, maybe it wasn't the edibles but I'm gonna tell you it was the edibles so <laughs> her wake and bake bar is a wholesome hearty breakfast bar oats nuts dried fruit chocolate and of course it has THC 
quality ingredients. They use a 12-hour infusion process to get the most out of the extraction. And she just started doing a uh, what she calls her joy juice. It's a green dragon tincture. Uh, it's vegan and highly flammable. It's 190-proof alcohol uh, with a 30-day extraction process to get a lot of THC. Uh, you can take it orally, put it on food or drink. Perfect for micro-dosing. Basically, if you're trying to be a little bit more discreet, don't want to smoke, and edibles hit you like way too hard, you just got a little dropper. You could drop it on your tongue, drop it on your drink, drop it on your food, and you can kind of like really dose out how much. It hits a little bit quicker than an edible, and you can like kind of gauge if you, you know, want to go deeper. So I stand behind her product. Um, I really like to support people when like I fucks with them heavy, and you know, she didn't have a marketing budget, so I told her, look, just shoot me some free bars and I'll give you my testimony. And honestly, I had one today and I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm still high off of it. So <laughs> shout out Dewdrop Delights. Um, last but perfectly not least, The Midnight Motives, my band. We rocked yesterday at the East Los Arwak, our guests from episode 24. Um, their album Visions is out on iTunes and Spotify and all that. So if you can go stream, support. Again, we did get footage of me rocking yesterday with them. Um, I love rocking with my band. I miss them. Uh, I'm going to be putting together shows next year just to rock with them. So if you remember the days with the band or you were there yesterday and you want to see more of that, stay tuned because it's coming. Thank you. Those are my sponsors. Now to get to my guest. What up? How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm tired. You had a jam-packed 2018 yeah. from just the rundown that you just gave. So I was like, ooh, take a breather there. Oh, you have no idea. But I'm doing my vlog, and I'm actually, like, recapping the whole year. So Don't. people are going to be able to see, like, because it's – you come in here, and you give an hour, and you kind of give, like, little spiels. But, like, right, you don't right. really see, like, the behind the scenes, the hours and hours. Right. and All the shit yeah. that goes into it and people you got to work with. So it's 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 nice to be able to, like – give people that deep insight right but this is about you so how about you tell us who you are okay. and what you do and we'll start off right there all right um i am the homegirl moni i am a rapper singer songwriter uh born and raised in pico rivera california Ooh, shout out to fucking pico pico um i was in la now i'm uh, back in covina um, working on my next project. I had my drop, uh, my last project, the galaxy in, uh, January, 2018. So it's about to be a year. The so I wanted galaxy? To, the galaxy, like Cali like, galaxy. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm just working on the next project and, uh, and what was just your, trying to create, what was your year like pushing that? Like, did you, it did was, you it was Good. Did you it have was... like a strategy and you nailed it, or See, was it like something that you kind of just put I together? I will say that the the thing that I did well was I had like a music video for damn near every song mm. that was on the project. Yeah, so Super check important. me out on YouTube. Check all my shit out on YouTube. Where can they I'm, find the, you? The homegirl Moni. Okay. Moni spelled M O N I E. Uh, everything spelled regularly, but um. So that was good. That's and huge. Visuals are huge these days. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like no one really wants to hear a song without the visual, especially if you're like a new up and coming artist. Like people just want the visual. Yeah, they want to see you. Like, they want to see what you're into, how yeah. like cheesy or not cheesy you are. Yeah. So um, also like if you're on YouTube or like a lot of people use YouTube to find music, and it's kind of hard to just have 
a song with no like with a, a pig slideshow or some kind of still shot it's not really right, the business right, right. So. yeah so in that way it was good i hit i did a lot of shows um how many shows do you think you did this year since we're on that wrap up everybody's like my year was amazing i honestly don't know um because i feel like i probably was pushing the project like in 2017 because you were like building up yeah you yeah yeah, like yeah. this is coming out mm -hmm. here's the single whatever right exactly exactly so i don't know all i know is that when i first started off just promoting my music i was doing it. i did a shit ton of shows like a shit ton and then once i finally got to a place where i felt like experienced enough um in a way to start getting more picky about the shows that I do, right? Then I started to slow down on on the shows because then it's like, all right, like when you. So how long have you been doing this? Because that might help the people to say like, okay, homegirl, yeah. homegirl sounds like she's been in this for a while. Like, <laughs> well, honestly, not as long as a lot of my OGs, but I've been professionally pushing for about three years now. Yeah. And when you say professional in quotes, what do you what do you what separates? Well, see, because what I were you think... doing? Were you doing something before that that you consider well, not professional or? It was just a lot of building up the confidence to take myself seriously, to con to actually consider myself an artist, and to actually like just fall forward into the unknown. Like a lot of a lot of my so far my artist um, journey has been like uh, just on the personal side, just just getting up enough, like I said, like confidence. And um, kind of like the ability to go up to me, I'm a rapper, and yeah. not be like, oh yeah, there's this yeah. thing I do. Instead of just like, like, yeah, I rap. I rap. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's like, yeah, I was like creating music, and I was in the studio, but I, it's like I hadn't, I hadn't done a show yet. You know what I'm saying? And it was still like, I was like embarrassed because I wasn't fully committed. So, so how long I've been you... fully committed for three years. And yeah. how long since you recorded your first song? Because I feel like that's important. Because even though you weren't professional, you were still like laying the groundwork, you know. If I then it must have been like maybe like I don't know maybe seven years ago, maybe yeah maybe seven years ago. Um, I recorded at uh, Crazy. It's not open anymore, but um, the homies in Covina will know. Uh, uh, Highway Studios, Highway Studios in Covina. Covina has like a really big. Um, underground hip-hop scene it's actually really really dope yeah neighborhood watch is over there right b-side is over there yeah, yeah, yeah. i've um, done the b-side with young you had Baca. showcase 626 i haven't heard of that one showcase 626 with big rob big rob shout out to big rob man um yeah 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 he's he's pretty much like i hate to say the verbs of he just he just creates so many opportunities the verbs. In <laughs> right verbs shout is always like verbs. that one yeah exactly <laughs> um He's just given me, like, he gave me my first show, okay. Showcase 626. It was at um, a bar in Covina. He does a lot of stuff in Pomona. Um, so, yeah, just that side, just on the east side. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So I have to just point out, like, I think the you were just kind of like the classic example of why people are like, oh, people blow up so quick. Because you're like, oh, I've been doing this three years. But when you really go back, it's like seven years and by the yeah. time you're like by the time you're really on it's gonna be 10 years and it's gonna be like it took 10 years to get there's here so you know? much yeah because there's so much personal growth that had to go into it that before instagram you know what i'm saying <laughs> before before these different outlets that we have it was just um just to kind of figure out what the fuck i'm supposed to be doing with my life just just to figure out what your calling is uh that that was probably the hardest work um, 
that I did. And you think music's your calling? So far. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And is that like, I, okay? So when when I hear calling, I think like higher purpose, higher spiritual, purpose sure. like yeah. uplifting. Okay. Like so, mm -hmm. like w so, what about music? Or like, how do you take your message and like make it into like a calling, like a vocation? Well, like, for me, it was just. Like, I was really into church at one point in time, and it was hard for me because it was, like, a struggle. Like, am I supposed to do, like, gospel Christian music? You know what I'm saying? Which is a thing. They have Christian hip-hop out there, yeah. So, it was a lot of, like, fighting what... Like, internal battles. Yeah, it was It was a lot of fighting what I was raised to... What I was raised to want to do versus, like, what I actually wanted to do. And, um... So once I actually, it was crazy because I was like, I was like super, super Christian. Like shout out to all the Christians out there. I'm just, I don't, I'm not religious anymore. Right, you know right, what right, I mean? Right, right. But, um, but that was like a huge part of like this Yeah, journey. so I was, I was in this. And when you say um, Christian, you mean like, like, like born again, like. Or born again. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Born yeah, again, yeah. born again Christian. So um, I was actually, during the time when I was like feeling like really conflicted about the whole thing, I was actually in like one of these like church groups. Yeah, like a youth like group. Like a youth group. Yeah, I was yeah, in a yeah, youth yeah. group. And um, we were reading this one book and the book in and of itself, it said, it said something to the effect of like the world doesn't need more um, Christian artists. The world needs uh, just loving people to go out into the secular world and like just to just to touch people, you know what I'm saying? Like just like a like a general loving um, intention. It's like you can make your impact without having to without be having to be hella yeah 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 flame and fury exactly. And, all that. and this is technically the author was within these two brothers. Uh, it was a Christian book. Yeah. So I felt like that was hella like <laughs> like that was like, <laughs> like God's loophole. answer right there. That was like God's answer right there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And as I've gotten older. Uh, my spirituality has changed, and you know uh, I'm a lot more secular than than I was before. But you still believe in something. But I still believe, yeah, I'm a theist. I still believe that there's a creator, and I still believe in you know that there was that there is a God and all that kind of stuff. But I just feel like it's it it doesn't have to be so restricted. You know what I'm saying? Like your relationship with God. It's a personal one. It's 100% personal, and yeah, you don't have to like just be following all these guidelines and rules to life. You know. So you, so. this internal conflict and you kind of like having to be comfortable with yourself as an artist and all that, yep. um, I have to assume that being a female and your identity and the nature of hip hop and Just like yeah. there must have been like, was that also conflict? Like, what are you going to oh, rap yeah. about? What's the content? Oh, yeah. How are you going to dress? Oh, like, hell yeah. What's, what's going to be your look? Like 100%. Well, because for me, like, I'm a very, I'm a very, like, sexual woman. And, you know, coming from a, <laughs> right? I, I'm a fucking pervert. I am a yeah, pervert. Yeah. Hey, um, hey, you're, I'm a pervert. That and makes I'm, two of us. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was almost like I, I was waiting for myself to give myself permission to be public with like who I am with how I am because a lot of my lyrics are pretty like you know raunchy mm -hmm. it's pretty like straightforward I think it's still it's like, like it's still creative girl, yeah. it's still creative and it's still witty you know what I'm saying and that's what I love about my music it's still very smart but no, you got bars yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got bars. yeah so it's just not like raunchiness for the sake of raunchiness um 
but I like the fact that I'm not afraid to go there. And I think that's something that it took me a while to get to because of the pressures of society, how and we tend to judge women for being sexual or, or, you know what I'm saying? Like they're not good. They're not waifu material. If they've had a certain amount of bodies right, or, right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? Like all or that kind of like shit. Or even like the Christian shit, right? Is like be very like virginity. Right, right. So it was like a couple of different and... layers of of like breaking through because I had like that Christian upbringing and then it's like still just on a base like on a basis like society level societal level that it was just like you know a couple of layers to break through to to get to a point where I was just like confident enough to be like look this is me like sorry mom and dad <laughs> you know what I'm saying I still love you I'm sorry <laughs> Nana <laughs> I never meant to no anyway <laughs> yeah so um so do you feel like um, have you ever had bad experiences, like, at, like as a woman, like, in the scene? Like, people not take you serious or, like, not give you props with because, you know what I mean? Like, Because yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like that, that's a common story that I hear from my homegirls. And, like, it's, I know it's not, it's not a hidden, like, it's, it's a well-known thing. But right. it's in this day and age, like, Me Too and all that, I feel like... Yeah. I we're feel kind like, of raising, we're trying to raise those stories up more, you know? So, like. I feel like on my journey, um, thankfully, I think I carry myself in a very, like, strong, powerful manner. So, like, for the most part, uh, guys don't don't try me. Okay. Which I, which I dig. Right, I like right, right. that. I really, I really, really like that. Um, I've. What what gets hard is when people like want to reach out or oh I'd love to manage you or yeah let's work let's work quote right? unquote yeah but having to maneuver through okay are you being professional are you just trying to fuck like you know what I'm saying are like trying to like hang out with me or yeah are we yeah yeah be what productive exactly like? exactly like when f photographers will like so like when, like one time <laughs> this photographer is like yeah I'd love to shoot you blah 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 this fool DMs me at like midnight saying hey the studio's empty come through yeah right and i'm like what <laughs> like in the, the booty in hours? what <laughs> fucking world you know what i'm saying and then i'm like what kind of women are jumping at these like opportunities that this motherfucker feels confident enough or how stupid does he think you are? Like, oh my god! I so mean, like, the and time is weird. The fucking and he's still like, what I would love, and oh, he's a videographer also. I would love to work with you, but I'm like, no, like, sorry, You're I don't a creeper. care. Yeah, and that's what I say in this um this freestyle that I just dropped, the Instagram girl freestyle. Is that the one that I shared? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I say um. Uh, don't need a free anything from anybody who just wants my body. This ain't just the hobby. And that's like part of the experience of like being being a woman in the industry, being, you know, a social media personality or whatever it may be. Um, so, yeah, you kind of. You kind of have to go above and beyond for your respect as a woman, you know what I'm saying? For sure. Which is a bummer. And I think, like, even for me as a promoter, booker, or whatever, like, I try to be super conscious about how I come off because I don't want to be, yeah. I don't want to be that dude that, this, I don't want a story like this to be told about me, you know? So right, it's like, right, right, right. I try to be very, like, this is not, you know? And even, yeah. I, I don't, I don't really try to hook up with any of the female artists. Yeah, I work no, with. Just like, it's don't. Just, mm -hmm. Yeah, no. Nah, don't just, mix. No, 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 no. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's not worth it. Like, right. I'd rather, I'd rather build, like, 
like some kind of professional 100%. relationship. Where you guys gonna, can both. We're gonna win. Like we gotta win. Like, exactly. And like Just help you know, each other out. Busting that isn't always a win. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> I just actually heard what she said right now. Oh, yeah, too, yeah. Sneaky! <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm still tired. Sorry, y'all. No, you're um, good. So we were, we were having a little discussion off air about your social media following, and mm. I kind of wanted to talk about because it's, it's impressive. It's impressive. It's, you know what, that shit, it's a blessing and a curse, man, because um, on one side, people do tend to uh, – take you more seriously um as an artist if you have a big following like they're more willing to pay they're more willing to pay they feel like you're more you're worth more right if you have if you have your numbers and i'm guilty of that too so i'm i'm not gonna sit here and pretend like that's not true yeah and you know what at the end of the day if it makes sense because if you hire or you book this person at least you're getting that promo from their followers if they do promo if they do because sometimes but that's where contracts come into play yeah don't be afraid if you want to shit start start writing up contracts when i was yeah when i was when i was uh curating shows me and my partners we had contracts with the headliners you have to um by the day of the event you needed to promote it at least three times yeah okay so yeah that's what i learned in la contracts 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 Fuck them. Contracts. No, no, no. And honestly, like, I think that's just where I'm at right now is because yeah. it's all been homie shit. Right, but right, But now right, it's right. like 2019. Yeah. Like, learn some just lessons. Just tightening up. Yeah, tighten just it gotta all tighten up. Just got to tighten it up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it kind of, like I said, it's a blessing and a curse. Um, where's the curse come in? Because you get the, the curse the, is because sometimes it's frustrating for me. Because I feel like I should have more physical support, actual support, you know what I'm saying, um, than what is being showed on my social media. So, so like, it doesn't always translate can't guarantee to heads, real life. You can't guarantee no. bodies at the show right. based on not your always, 11K no. or whatever. No, no. And that's what – that that's – it's pretty frustrating. But I have to remain, like – I don't want to be a victim, so I just take that as I need to work harder. I want to start putting out more content of, like, me rapping, more content with me singing. You know what I'm saying? So, like, these people, you won't be able to – you won't be able to just assume that I'm just a social media personality. Or a like, model or – Yeah, or a plus-size model, whatever it may be. Like, you're going to know. You're going to fucking know. You're going to hear this shit. You're going to like this shit, and you're going to come out to my shit whether you like it or not. So they just don't know yet. Yeah, so that's so that's why I t- I've taken on the responsibility that like I just need to showcase my talent better and more consistently um, than I have been, and that's really when you, once you stay consistent, that's where like fans come into play. So well, that's actually a perfect segue because um, when we first got connected on social through Sela Hip Hop, shout out Darius yeah. and Pongado, the homies. Uh, I started following you and like really seeing you when you're doing the block is hot. And that was, like, yeah, a really yeah. consistent, like, yeah. here's a tour, here are the dates, here's, like, post after post, here's the girls, here's what we're doing, here's... So, like, tell me about that. What was the concept behind that? Was that just, like, something that you, you girls came up with while y'all were fucked up one night? So- or was that, like, <laughs> was that something you'd been planning for a while? Like So, um... Us girls of the, of the tour, we had been friends for a while. And, you want to just give them um, a shout-out so everybody knows who we're talking about? Jasmine Safina, Dre Blue... Callie Alley, and then our videographer, homegirl, uh, Kimiwana, Kim. Yeah. 
yeah. All it beautiful, was just, lovely, talented ladies. This is a team. It was a team, and I think that's what made it so um, so much easier to stay consistent because you're accountable to each other. Yeah, it's a team. So that sometimes, like an independent artist, that's what's so hard because you you are your team. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's just you. But um, or so, you're trying to build people and you can't pay them, or you can't like it's kind of like a lot of favor shit, and it's like uh, yeah. how we do this. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that started because I wanted to start touring. But um, I just didn't have the funds to tour like of course, that. Yeah. So I was talking to my homie, and he was like, and I had just done like a like a little private uh, smokers party, like a small house, very intimate. But it was hella dope, and like the audience, like it was like twenty people, like fucking loved me. They were listening to every word that I said. You, you know when you perform, and you could like you. When you say, when you drop a line, when you spit a line, and, and people goes, actually acknowledge and understand what you just face, said, like, and like, you know, if I said a funny line and people laugh, it's like, oh, these people are listening. Like, these people are paying attention to me. And that's when I realized, like, yeah, like, intimate settings are sometimes best for, you know, for artists um, to get fans because it's just, it's just so much more. Um, and you can, like, go and meet every yeah. single person there and be yeah, like hey 100%. jump on my social media like mm -hmm. did you like you it here's out. my merch yep. like yep so so um after that i was really inspired and my homie was like well why don't you just why don't you just do a house party tour um or he said perform at house parties something like that so he thought i was like oh shit so then i started thinking like oh i would love to do this but then i was also thinking like you know that whole like more heads are better than one so knowing Jasmine Safina, knowing Dre Blue, amazing artist, and then we have a host like Callie Alley, you know what I'm saying? You want to um, talk about social media following. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um I I just feel like it would have it it would it, it was so much bigger. It turned out so much like better than it would would have been it was if it was just, just solo, me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I feel like it would have been if I would have made that decision, it would have been based on like ego. Um and yeah, it probably de it definitely wouldn't have been so successful. So I'm happy we did it. It turned out really well, and I think it was um, it was pretty like trend setting, you know. And what's your takeaway from that? Like, what did you learn from that experience? Like, was there things that you want, is there thing you want to do again, or things you could do better? Like, um, yeah, the, as you as you go, as you know, like the more you curate shows, you find different ways to tighten up um, and to improve things. I think what I learned the most is like the importance of DIY shit. Um, that if you can do it yourself, do it your fucking self. Like create opportunities. Don't wait on nobody. Um, so I think that was the that was probably the biggest thing. Just to like really feel empowered, uh, independent artists feel empowered to you know make your own way. And also, I thought it was cool that it was like women doing right. it for women and like. It was booked yeah. by women. It was women performers. Yeah. It was like women were supporting it. Like right, right, right. it was nice. Like just in the times that we're in, it was nice to see like, and mm -hmm. I and that was like my first introduction to you. To and I, I already doing. knew Dre Blue, and I had heard about Jasmine, but like seeing you all, and like I had booked Cali Alley before, but seeing mm -hmm. you all together and like doing it, I was like, oh. This is tight. Like the block yeah. is hot. Was like it was a it was a good name for it. Like, yeah, that was Dre Blue. Dre Dre thought of the name. Of course she yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> so you're working on a new project right now. And I am. when I booked you to do this interview, you were like, "I'm taking a break. I don't want to do anything. Hiatus. I'm yeah. on hiatus." Mm -hmm. And so like, 
what's the mindset in an artist to go on a break? Like what? Like is it because you just put out this album and you? It's like, like a, were you a burnt out, or did you? No, it's like a regrouping. You know, it's like a, not a retreat, but a, a, a just to regroup, regain your energy, regain your focus, to kind of wrap up your last chapter and to uh, focus fully on the next. Um, and I kind of took a like a little break on social media. Like for me, it was a big break. Um, and probably for other people, Eric's like DJ Raya boy is like, you're always on your phone. You're always on social media. He's like, this is how I get paid, fool. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like yeah, it's, no, it's, it's it's almost like a part time job. I can't wait until like I have someone, someone writing my social for media yeah. for me because it is it is you got to stay like, you know, interacting with with people and giving people content. I can't tell you like how many gigs or opportunities I got just because I left a comment on a post like, hey, y'all need entertainment for this. And then so jump much in the DMs, yes. like, oh, yes. yeah, we do need a DJ and a sound so system. Much, yeah. What you got? Like, so much of my hustle has so, so many of my opportunities have been from social media. 100%. So, um, yeah, so I tried to chill on social media for a little bit. I had friends hitting me up like, are you okay? You haven't been posting. And I'm like, I'm good, ones, dog. Right? The yeah. real ones. That's I'm like, you know. no, I'm fine. Like, I'm not dead. I'm not going through ones. anything. Yeah. I'm just like trying to lay low because it's like uh, you want to lay low to like work so that when you when you come back you, you have shit to gram. show yeah. yeah that you have shit to show so so now but now i'm like i'm beginning to start my rollout i'm um i want to do i want to get some music videos out first i'm going to be rolling out some some music videos uh for the rollout for the actual project so i wanted to drop the project in january that's going to be pushed back because i'm going to yeah, take your time I'm with gonna, it i'm yeah. going to do at least a couple of music videos some really really edgy photo shoots i have coming up um when you say edgy can what do you mean because i pictured edgy but i want i want my people to have the, <laughs> edgy i mean um within the concept of the project that's coming up and can we hear about it or it's not ready you're uh, still baking it you're still baking it i mean it's i'm a, i already have the photographer and the graphic artist and you know the name of the everything and like the name of the project and you have i i yep i know everything i actually have a hashtag for it it's called all work no pray that's going to be the next uh, name of the project uh, or the project of the Did, the name of the next project is that exclusive they hear it here first was this the first time you said it on like i think technically ah! i've been using i've been using the hashtag a lot but that's what it's going to be called all work no pray uh and then the la years so it's pretty much just um uh when i moved it's, it's just touching up touching on how i moved to la and i just became all about the hustle all about the work all about the productivity but like forgetting to take care of myself forgetting the self-care forgetting to like take care of my spirit so it's just about like the like darkness or or the negative emotions or feelings or whatever that arise when you're not taking care of yourself, when you're lacking that balance. So that's why it's called all work, no pray. Not because I'm discouraging people to no, pray. No, I get it, yeah. It's just that's where I was um, or am when I was writing the majority of the stuff on the project so far. So it was just like you just that mindset. You kind of away from the yeah. prayer and the from spiritual. The, from the meditation and, the, and just the, taking care of mm, myself. Yeah, so mm. it's it's touching. The, the project really touches on the darkness, the, uh, the dark that we could go to when we're not taking care of ourselves and we're, when we're not living balanced pretty much. So, yeah, that's what that's what the project is. And I'm really excited. It's going to be it's a lot. It's going to be a lot darker than the galaxy was a lot more honest than the galaxy was. 
um, but a lot more. My rollout's going to be like s- so much more like artistic and thought out and um, strategic. Strategic is the word. One hundred percent strategic. And you know, I'm still technically a new artist, so that's why like the second time around. Well, you're a new artist until you're famous, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. You're gonna be a new artist until you're on TV, for like sure. on the radio. Like that's just how it's gonna be. For sure. So I'm hoping to have the next single and music video hopefully within the next couple of months. But still, I'm gonna be putting out some. Tra- trailers uh, maybe some like more like freestyles or unreleased stuff um uh yeah until then to build up okay yeah how many songs do you know are you still you're still pumping them out or are they all they all tracked out already i or? want it see at first i wanted to do like album length and like then i'm 22 like two or 12 no or? i was thinking like 12 okay i was thinking 12 and then um then I was like, nah, today's day and age as a new artist, like, people want to hear short shit. Yeah, they you want, know? like, five. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to do five. And now I'm like... Twelve sounds good. Ten? Well, well, now it's just, it comes down to if the project is as cohesive as it needs to be. So I don't want to keep it too short to where it doesn't bring the concept home. But then I don't want to, like, make it too long. So it's really just... I, feeling it out and letting it be what it's It's filling it to out, be. and I want to make sure it feels complete. Like organic, where it's not, like, forced. Yeah, it for sure needs to, like, be cohesive and, and just... Um, it needs to hit the concept and my intention uh, before I worry about a number. But it's it'll probably be between, like seven and ten honestly i get so weird and ocd about my shit that yeah, like i have it all planned out before i even start tracking mm. it like, like i can show you a notebook where i have like my next five six projects and they all have names Crazy. and they're like t- the tracks are all numbered out and all the orders already it yeah. never turns out that way no. but it's always like i'm always like it's, it's good gonna, to have a plan and five, something to manifest be this yeah i mean right. for it's sure just, it's just like you always gotta like you gotta let it do its thing, yeah. you know, because it doesn't really belong to you. Like it's not really yours, you know. Right. Like it's for sure. It's like its own. Yeah. So that, well, I'm happy that you're not trying to rush it because I feel like in this day and age, it's really easy to be like, no, I gotta stay relevant. I gotta pump out material. <laughs> you know what? It doesn't yeah. matter how it sounds. It doesn't matter how it looks. Like I just need to keep being on the grant. Like I gotta keep having posts. And well, that's what's so, so easy hard. To get caught up in that. Yeah, that's what's hard because you do want to stay consistent and you do want to push out material, but at the same time, like. I'm an artist. I'm an artist. I'm not just a rapper. I'm not just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have so much vision and so much intention behind my shit that it's like, I just want to create. I just want to create. And I think that's what I'm going to go back to. I want to create. I want to bring things to life. I want to have a team that, like, like I'm just so excited that I started working with um, the graphic artist. He works for Disney. Um, and... He's just gonna. He's just gonna bring my stuff to life, and I'm just like so fucking excited. I can see I'm on your so face how like, it's it, just, it shows how like pumped you are, and I can't wait to hear it. And I think like if you keep this energy, it's yeah. gonna it's gonna translate, and people are gonna feel it. And like when they hear it, they're gonna get that that right. smile on their face. And yeah, so I'm just trying to like really enjoy the enjoy the process and not be so impatient and not be so. Um, destination obsessed yeah yeah, yeah. um and so that's why i have to go back to like what my most recent mantra is just have fun just have fun whatever i do just have fun so i have fun creating and bringing things to life so that's what i'm gonna do you You ever feel like you're having too much fun um 
no, my anxiety kicks in. And then it, <laughs> it brings me right back down to earth. And I'm like, oh, there it goes. There we go. All right, let, let's segue, change gears. We're gonna, we have a couple more minutes left, but I kind of want to talk about money and business and that struggle between being creative and getting paid and like, because I don't know your story. Like, do you work nine to five? Does I the do. music thing <laughs> and the modeling thing pay? Like, how does that? How does that work in in, so, in your universe? Like, so I've definitely gotten paid for gigs before. Um, I do get let me see have i gotten paid off of social media i've gotten free shit off of social media um Not i've gotten <laughs> yeah i've gotten uh uh like modeling gigs right which pay right yeah um so you yeah said plus size model is that a thing like i know it's a thing yeah, is that size. what you do no i'm I, that's what you're cons- i know you came out there was um i saw something about that and you where you were like body yeah. positivity but i wasn't sure if that was just like a thing or if that's um like a i'm not thing. an official model i would love to actually um because i feel like i would be good at it oh, i mean yeah i could see i, I could just see feel like it's um just another thing i want to do <laughs> like i want to i just want to do so much that i'm just like goddamn like <laughs> let me just get this music out um so but my actual my nine to five job is i'm a crime scene investigator Word. So, yeah, I am. Word. No, you're yeah. serious. I swear to God. Oh, wow. So I the do. The more you know, <laughs> Jesus, that's incredible. So I do fingerprinting um, and touch DNA at crime scene. So I'm really grateful because so that's like a dream job. Yeah, 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 I do CSI. So that's a dream job in and of itself. And it pays it pays decent enough to put towards my art. Um, so what are the hours like on that, though? It's actually not bad because I don't do the super violent crimes yet. That's a um, that's a promotion above, for yeah. me. So I'm off at like two thirty every day unless there's like an immediate call out that they need someone and if I want to take the overtime. But and you went to school for that? Um, I have or a certificate or how did that work out? So I was able to get in with my dispatcher experience because before this job I was a nine one one operator dispatcher. Yo, you were on those crazy calls where people were so, like, Oh my god, yeah. I'm freaking out You're like, Calm down, ma'am, calm down. So for that job you do need a certain amount of um college or a certain amount of units, but I don't have my degree in anything. Um I'm a college dropout. Shout out to all the college dropouts. <laughs> I can't ring the bell. I graduated. Oh, good for you. <laughs> I can't. I can't. So you know what? Fuck it. So all my Kanye's out there. Right, right, right. Um, so that's I cool. I just, I just, yeah. That's cool though. So you have a job and the job pays well. I have a career. Yeah, and yeah, you have, yeah. Oh, you have a career. You have a career. The career pays well and you have mm-hmm. a passion that you get to dedicate. Yeah. And then if the passion pays, it's But I it's cannot extra wait for the day when I could quit my job. As grateful as I am, attitude you're of cool, gratitude. You're cool. You're cool. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I'm out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, when I could do music full time, man, that'll be a dream come true. Yeah. It's funny because I was talking to Tony Granz on Saturday, and he said the same thing. He's like, yo, the DMV, super cool. Like, appreciate taking care good. of my kids he's like can't wait till i walk out that motherfucker yeah, back. yeah i'm gonna go tour the world bye yeah that's that's what i'm manifesting so that's what's that's what's gonna happen that's what i have coming for me so that, that let's talk about that like you're gonna put this project out like what are your goals like in the next year three yeah. years like do you have a five-year plan or do you try to like just kind of take it moment by moment is there like i have i mean clearly it 
I don't want to give too much of my strategy. Um, you know what? We don't have to. Don't yeah, have yeah, to. yeah. Secrets no, but good. it's fine. Brittany's I mean, like, I want to know. Though. I'll, I'll, I, I will tell you like what I want though. Yeah, I you definitely. Tell me how yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely. Um, I want to start touring. I want to start doing bigger shows. I want to do festivals. Um, and that's pretty much that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, those are like I just want to like step up my game, step my level up. Uh, I want to level up in every way, pretty much. So I don't really know about the whole like trying to get signed shit. I had someone who's like, I can't believe you're not signed and blah blah blah. It's just I, I want my I want my masters. You know what I'm saying? Like above anything, like I want my business to be on point. So I can't say that it's a dream of mine to get signed. I'd rather come in with leverage and be able to set my rules and what I need and and you know how you could suck my dick this is what I want if you want me this is what this is what I'm going to fucking need from you if you want me as an yeah. artist you know what I'm saying and thankfully with the like with the job that I have I feel like I'm able to be a little bit more picky with that shit cuz it's like look man I'm already like I don't need living you. okay yeah I don't need you you know right? what I'm saying yeah. so yeah so I can't even say yeah. I want to get signed. It's just I just want to. Well, I mean, I want to cool. be exposed to to more people and like bigger bigger crowds. Well, I know I had Noah James in here, and he said like anybody can get signed. Like if that's what you yeah. want, like it's not hard to get signed and give everything yeah, away. Yeah, sign your fucking life away. Yeah. yeah, and like let these fools pimp you. It's not that hard to do that. Like right. It's harder to go out and like put your team together and build it on your this own. It just takes time, man. So yeah. I'm curious. Um, we do. We are. We are gonna play one of your songs at the end of the show. But I'm just curious, like, if you had any advice for yourself, like, if you can go back and talk to your yourself, like, seven years ago when you seven were still going ago. through all that, like, conflict and trying yeah. to, like, if there was something you could tell or think about, like, if there's a young female artist out there who's listening to this, or even not young, like, maybe our age who's like yeah. in that place, like, what would you tell yourself or them, like? What kind of advice or inspirational? I just would like say not give a fuck. Like you know, I would, I would say one: follow the happiness. That's that's the clear indication of what you know you should be doing, and where you know you should be. Follow the happiness. And number two would be to like really, really get to know yourself. Um, know what you want and what you don't want, because when you're clear about that that's when the decisions become so much easier. Um, not that I have it all figured out. Clearly, I'm still growing and awakening every day. No one does, right? Yeah, yeah. but um, I, th I just think that's just so fucking important just to, just to re really filter out all the other voices of, what, of them telling you what you should be doing and you know what I'm saying, what moves you should make and just, um, just really focus in on your, on your inner voice. Um, and that's, yeah, let that be your guide pretty much. Look inside yourself. And are there days where you catch yourself slipping and you got to like kind of look yourself in the mirror and be like, hey, girl, get it together? Or do you feel like you kind of got to a point where you're pretty consistent in your routine and your discipline? My and issue is, and this is kind of like what the project touches on, it's just like um, just the worry and the anxiety and the doubt that can come when you're not feeding your spirit pretty much when you're not keeping your like either your negative thoughts or your doubts and worries in in check so um so yeah i think uh 
technically I have general anxiety disorder, so I could technically be on meds. Um, so I do struggle with like obsessive thinking and um, what do they call it? Uh, catastrophe thinking. So it's just like you just you're just always on edge. Like you hypochondriac, always... like you're always like the worst possible thing that can happen. That's what you're always thinking Something about. Something like that. Yeah. So like. I've gotten a lot better. Like the old me would have been like hella nervous to be coming here. Like, oh, well, what is like it's it's it used to be so bad that my anxiety like I would have to cancel stuff because I was just You're too anxious. Out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So um, it's not good for business. huh? No, no, not <laughs> at all. So like it's gotten a lot better, thankfully. And you mentioned meditation. Is that like one of the tools you use? Is like what? Like you said, you don't take meds. You said you could be on meds, but I'm guessing I you definitely don't take, could be on meds. But you don't take meds. I don't because so like, I just don't think it's that se uh, severe as I, I think. I just try to. I don't even meditate half as much as I should. For me, it's just um, being aware and just being the observer of my own thoughts to be able to pull myself out of that black hole that I'm going down. Like, hey, girl, you're tripping right now. Like, you don't yeah. need to be freaking out right now. Mm -hmm. Like, kick it's it. just practice. It's just having that self awareness to, to just be like, man, chill out, bitch. You're tripping right now. Like, it's not that serious, you know, for sure. And like that inner dialogue is like yeah. really helpful to you. I mean, there are times when I've had to be like, look, if it doesn't go well, like no one you love is gonna die. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes it's that extreme. You gotta you have go to talk the yourself down. Catastrophe. Like how worse could it? Like yeah. you want to talk about bad? Like let's talk about bad. All right, this yeah. is where you're at. This is bad. Like exactly. Chill out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. So this song that we're gonna play, mm -hmm. what project is it off of? This um, is off of the Galaxy. This is called Fuckity Fucks, and I don't know. Do you watch? Did you used to watch Everyday Struggle, or do you know about the show Everyday Struggle? It's with DJ Academics, and it was with uh, Joe Budden. I'm like a huge Joe Budden and DJ Academics fan, but um, it Fuckity Fucks is the term that Joe Budden uses to talk about like these young like mumble rappers. So this was actually my attempt. He's going in on them, dude. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, does. yeah. He goes in on them. So this was um, my interpretation of like what, like it, it just sounds like more younger mumble rapper esque. Even though I'm still like rapping on it, but the beat is very like low pump mainstream type shit. Tat, you know, like what I'm trap mainstream radio shit. So, um, so it's just it's just my attempt at you know the young rap. Uh, style. So that's why I called this fuckity fucks. And it's actually pretty fucking hilarious. You guys should definitely tune in and listen and check it out on Spotify. I just found out on Spotify like 13, 13 people in 13 different countries. Oh, yeah, your wrap me. up? Yeah, your wrap up. I was up. like, oh my God. I was so happy about that. Fucking Verbs is trying to be all like nonchalant. He's like, oh, my numbers aren't that good. I was like, fool. Crazy. Chill with your fucking 60 countries and 216,000. I thought mine was going to be a lot worse than it was. It's still like, it's super small. But like, I was just like, all right, cool. That's not I mean, so bad. For, especially for my project, it was just on for a year. I've just been on Spotify for a right. year and just have one project on there. So I was like, I wasn't expecting anything crazy. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully next year I'll triple what I did. Honestly, I barely started like really promoting and trying to push people to Spotify. And like right. not even all my stuff makes it there because of samples and whatnot. So right, 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 right. the fact you. that anybody's listening to my shit is a fucking win for me. No? I feel you. I feel <laughs> so you for you sure. So you mentioned that. Your new project is going to be more honest mm -hmm. than Galaxy. So can yep. you give us like a little 
synopsis of what Galaxy was about and like so why ca- you think it's like is is it, was it just more like your introduction braggadocio type? Yeah, I think it was just an introduction. Um, I just wanted people to hear what I can do. So I really hit well all my projects. I really hit everything. I like well-rounded projects. So I like like I like projects that have like the the club banger, that have the love shit, that have the fuck men shit, that have the nasty shit. Like I like well-rounded projects. But yeah, the Galaxy um I don't think it really had a theme. Uh there was like no deeper like meaningful like artist art artsy thing to it. There's like no concept really. There wasn't really any concept. No, I mean besides like the space thing which I did. Right, right, uh, right. Like, but that was like a play on words with like Cali. Yeah, like- yeah, yeah, and and that was just more like the general um for like the look of it, pretty much like the album cover and uh, yeah, but but this this one is just a lot more um a lot more personal and a lot more uh reflective of the mindset that i was in when i when i wrote the project as opposed to like Kaxi just being like you outputting stuff just trying to put like the best songs like together ba- like dope bars on good beats and like right right and have a bunch of videos yeah and... so it's a lot more focused and a lot more personal than the galaxy did you did you find it like was it difficult to tap in and like be honest with yourself about that stuff because sometimes like I rap songs today that I wrote when I was, like, younger, and they still, like, like tear up because I go yeah. back to that place, and I, I remember how I felt and who I was. Right, and, right. Like, sometimes I don't like to do those songs because, like, I don't want to cry on stage. <laughs> like, so I'm just wondering, like, yeah. was it difficult, like, as you were putting out, as you were recording, like, fuck, I'm actually, like, putting this on. Like, people are going to know this about me. It's going to be, like. This one song that I just recorded, and it's actually called um, All Work, No Pray. It's The titled, title track, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's just kind of dark. Yeah, it's just kind of dark. Um and that one that one was sad to like I was like, "Oh man, after I recorded I'm it, bum- I was like, I'm damn, I'm so bummed out." Yeah. But it, but I mean, it's it's the theme in it's the theme of the project in one song. So in that way like it's an amazing song. It really is a masterpiece of a fucking song. So Well, I mean, I was and happy if with when that. people hear it they get sad then you know you did your job. Everyone right? that I've had listen to it, they they love the song. It's like it's like J Cole, J Cole type vibes, I guess you can say. Uh, but oh, I'm, like that but introspective singing, like yeah, this yeah, is my life. Yeah. Check it out. It wasn't great, but So we're I'm out. like I'm yeah. just talking about like um, the current climate, like just politics, and then also I'm talking about like um, prayer and uh, and spirituality on the on the second verse. Um, so yeah, it's 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 gonna be good. I'm excited. Do you think it's it was easier to be like raunchy and ratchet and perverted than it was to be like deep and sentimental? Like you know, the, I because we're think... going back to that judgment theme, right? It's like. They're going to judge you regardless, but it's like you know they kind of expect crazy? you to be like out there like What's crazy is like <laughs> I get hella creative when I like rap about like 
or sex and shit. Like, I just get like, I'm like, yo, that shit is so funny. You know what I mean? Like, it's just always done in a very, like, Ludacris is like one of my biggest influences. And Ludacris is just like so witty. He could be saying the most like disgusting shit, but it's done in such a smart, witty, creative way that, his, yeah. that you don't get caught up in the raunchiness. You get caught up in the, this guy is so fucking good. And that's how I kind of get with my raunchy shit and that you'll hear in a fuckity fucks um, in the verses. The, the, the hook's very straight to the point, but, but the, the creative part, the really creative part is in the verses. Um, but like writing deep shit, it's not hard for me to write. It's just it's hard to put yourself in that mindset where you allow yourself to feel everything. That's feel or feel? Feel. When you allow yourself to feel everything because it's just very, you know, like you just get caught up in your day-to-day whatever and your your mental checklist. And it's like to actually be able to like sit down and recognize, recognizing what you're feeling enough to actually sit there, sit there in it, ponder and write. So it's not the actual like act that the act of writing that's hard it's just tapping in taking the time to tap in that's what is more on the difficult side because like i said i'm all work no praying you know what i'm saying like it's just always it's always something to do so that's what i would say is the hardest part all right well yeah. i super appreciate you taking time out of your yeah. night to come out here and chat with me uh, we got Thanks five minutes left me. if you can tell the people where they could find you social okay. media website anything you want to get out this is your your time right here to just be like fucks with me gotcha uh website not up and running yet that's one of my 2000 yes for sure i need a website and i need my merch um you could follow me on instagram at the homegirl moni uh the homegirl and moni spelled m-o-n-i-e all one word uh twitter at homegirl moni uh snapchat at moni the one and only <laughs> moni the one and only but never lonely uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh f- you know just find me everywhere just google me the homegirl moni i'll come up i'll come up everywhere I like yeah. that. Yeah, for sure. I like that. Thank All you right. for having me. I had so yeah. much fun. Dude, it was it was I love talking. so easy to so easy <laughs> I love to talk. talking. I'm it so was good. It's so easy to talk this to you. This bitch don't shut the fuck up. Look, DJ Riot to, Boy will tell you that too. I was you, able to drink my stuff. water. Like that's how much you were talking. So. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Sometimes I'm all dry because I'm doing all the talking, but no, it was good. Um, thank y'all for tuning in. You've been listening to Recognition and Respect oh, with yeah. me, Sneaky, and the homegirl Moni. We're here every Monday night from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the west side of the after party. I still got some events coming up. Speak Easy is happening this Friday in Maywood. And then at the 22nd, we're going to be at Indie Brew Co. for the holiday end of the year party. I'm going to have some vendors out there. So if anybody hasn't done any Christmas shopping, my boys will be out there wrapping stuff. Also, my homie Jesse is celebrating his birthday there. So, and we, we got the private room. So it's probably going to be like hella lit i'm actually a little scared tengo miedo pero um <laughs> thank you for tuning in follow me on instagram sneaky ent that's s-h-n-e-a-k-y there's no c i don't know why you fools keep putting a c in there there's no c this no is c. not school this is sneaky but um <laughs> tune in next week follow the podcast check out the vlog follow moni follow the project's gonna come out she'll be doing shows we'll be promoting them and uh, follow the movement, y'all. Support independent artists. 
support your friends, support your family, support your loved ones. Just be kind, be compassionate, and uh, try to make the world better than the way you found it. All right, Brittany, take us out. Love y'all. This is the homegirl Moni. It's for all the fuckity fucks. When I talk hella slick, huh? You like when I slide down that dick, huh? I like when you lick on that clit, bruh. Got my nipples hard and my double deep, bruh. This dad, raunchy money, horny money. Early mornings getting ticked in, going for mimosas. These are bottomless. Thank you so Car much. is topless. You are not this. I am wavy, triton. You are. Lying, trifling, type of motherfucker Don't want a boss ass bitch, you wanna cost a bitch That type of shit leave you a hostage in a hostile bitch Yeah, I'm a hostile bitch, can't tell my hard head shit Subliminals to the dome, this that hard head shit Kill a man for assaulting, tell him Moni sent you We'll call it self-defense, crazy police shit, that too Ain't okay. got no goddamn room for you and your lame-ass crew Matter of fact, security, my ass Thank you You like when I talk hella slick, huh? You like when I slide down that dick, huh? I like when you lick on that clit, bruh Got my nipples hard and my double deep, bruh like when I talk hella slick, huh? You like when I slide down that dick, huh? I like when you lick on that clit, bruh. Got my nipples hard and my double deep, bruh. This that starter, all bitch, mosh pit. This that put the kids to bed and get to fucking. This that who's that? Ass fed, ass claps. Can yeah, I touch your so baby girl? Bad. Sure, it talks back. Look at that, look at me. Full of reed, full of heat. Hickory dickory dog, here come and diggle, just give me the cog. Licking and flicking and hitting my spot. He hit the lick like evading the cobs. Taking a pic near the car that I bought. I am the having, you are the have not. Having a ball, having a blast. Wanna collab? Uh, I'll pass. You like when I talk hella slick, huh? You like when I slide down that dick, huh? I like when you lick on that clit, bruh. Got my nipples hard and my double deep, bruh. You, you like when I talk hella slick, huh? You like when I slide down that dick, huh? I like when you lick on that clit, bruh.